0: Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is funny to informing.
2: Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode one hundred and fifty-seven. I am John. That is Chris. Pizza Heiserberg. Comment, tis me. And uh, this is the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information and stuff from the news and personal stories, sometimes interviews, something like that. No,
3: that's exactly right.
2: Uh, You nailed it this week. Plenty to talk about as the uh, elections just (laughs) wrapped up, but kind of sort of wrapped up <laughs> yeah. and uh halloween and the time change is now done oh, yeah. with. oh god so i mean we and then uh we have digi here's um tuttle's 10 we're going to be calling him today
3: yeah we figured it's been a minute let's do a live call with tud
2: see that, how that goes that will be interesting those are always wild yeah and then uh we just have some shit talk that we want to yeah, get into it's um, bullshit yeah so i think it's going to be a good one and um First like,
3: and foremost, we have a new president, or we don't have a new president. See, okay. truth be told, we're recording the day before the election, so when this comes out, we will have a new president or not. <laughs> I know. We don't know.
2: It's a rock and a hard place right now because yeah, we're recording this before we know, and this will be out the day after we already know. Yeah, so we won't be able or to. We cover- don't
3: because Trump shut it all down.
2: <laughs> Awards? Yeah, yeah. It He's all, just
3: gone full dictator.
2: It all burned. <laughs> yeah, right. We lost the results. In it was the biggest loss. The best loss. Uh, so I'm hoping that we can kind of cover the election stuff in 158. Maybe next week we'll start, you know, kind of dive into those topics when they're a little more concrete and we know about them. But Uh,
3: I hope everyone listened and went out and voted. Uh, a couple of stats I heard today that were really kind of jaw dropping on this, uh, like around, around about 9 million people registered voters have already voted in the state of Florida in 2016 total at the end. That's through early voting, 9 million voters at the end of 2016, 9 million voters, Full on, that's how many people voted. So as many people voted in the 2016 election have already early voted before the actual election. Yeah,
2: because I think the number I saw was like 93 million.
3: Or it was that what it was? 93 million. I thought it was nine. Maybe I misheard it
2: in the nation. No, oh, okay, in the state, okay. Not, I was
3: talking state of Florida. Yeah, numbers. you're talking okay. the state yeah. only. Yeah, yeah. 93 million early voters and and mail uh, mail in ballots.
2: Shattering records.
3: That's amazing. That's that's that's, that's kind of what I was saying. You know, and I when I brought it up. Uh, I don't remember Is this show, another show, all the shows we do run together. But uh, I said, you know, maybe this presidency has been so controversial and stirred people up on both sides, you know, either for or against so harshly that that many people are getting out to go vote and either, you know, support to support their candidate, whoever that is. Yeah,
2: this is the most adamant I've seen voters right? be in any election, even the ones that like I couldn't vote in. I saw people like vote and just nonchalantly do it or not really care. Oh yeah. And this one, it is like in your face on the fucking corners. You know, every day of the week. Sometimes. Oh, for sure. And oh, on every
3: corner. It's mostly Trump camps, but now the Biden camps are popping up as well. Um, I did. Uh, did you hear? Although we're not doing digis yet. This is a little side one. I did just hear this today that there was a uh, like a a caravan of big jacked up trucks and with trump flags on them and they were like bullying going down the highway bullying the uh biden harris bus the actual campaign bus oh there was they were one, like yeah. ramming in there was this all this craziness going on people are uh and and on what's the fuss just the last show we did with uh with our boy rocky from what's the fuss it's a terrible show but it's much better because we're on it now listen to it um uh, on the last show rocky said that there was probably going to be riots and i offered to make a bet that there wouldn't be but now that it's getting closer I will eat my words and say rocky is probably right yeah your hometown of Philly has boarded up windows oh, all it's, downtown it's bad DC's boarding up a lot of these these big uh big metropolitan hubs are you know, hoping for the best and expecting the worst.
2: It's uh, it's becoming alarming, and then, you know, even, because again, we're recording this before we get the results, but then, you you know, even after the results, there's going to be these crazy reactions, and it's not going to be, like, just one day after. It's like, it could be two weeks from now. Yeah. It, well, could, it could be down the road a with, month from with now. With the
3: tensions still in the air, and the, the, you know, the the protest groups, and, you know, and those may, that may not be going on everywhere, but there are some areas, like, you know, Portland, and up in the Pacific Northwest, and some areas of California, and I'm sure, little pockets all over the the nation um are you know where you're protesting and even some some sex of riots are still happening um that you know that might this might rekindle that and we'll have some full-on i uh, hope not but i hope as we're listening to this uh there are not you know riots going on because of the president yeah. either way it goes well
2: uh we'll be following it up um for sure following it up uh, with it next week something and like that.
3: and on our social media you can you guys can follow us there and uh see any updates on that
2: yeah we will be keeping track of it um and in terms of what you know what i did or what did we you did, vote I, yet yeah, yeah you did early vote i did I, okay i, I didn't know if you had
3: early voted oh you did mail cool cool. yeah cool, cool. i got mail in back. i just hadn't seen or heard and i was like motherfucker it's just I'm easier. telling everybody the vote. It starts with the guy across the table.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're fucking I'm over, not slacking. I'm over here like, yes, <sighs> vote, Yeah, Yeah, dude. yeah. Like, I ain't fucking voting. <laughs> what? Get out of here. It,
3: I went early. I went uh, uh, last week, about a week prior, and uh, was in and out. I And I actually found a really good resource online that had all my local early polling places and even was giving live uh, ETAs on how long it was taking. So my place was like 15 minutes or less of a wait. And, yeah. So I was in and out half an hour. With casting the ballot, super yeah. easy, and if you can't do that, do it by mail. But now it's too late. Do it next time.
2: Yeah. What uh? What did you get into this week? I um. I, I went. Yeah. what did you do for Halloween? One Halloween party was that I, I worked, was, so I, I figured
3: able- I'd see what you did. See if it was interesting at all. Uh, did you and your girlfriend go as and Teller? Since I couldn't. <laughs>
2: yeah, no. I. <laughs> or uh, who was Jay and who was Silent Bob? I spent like five dollars on this like really cheap. It, it like kind of because of coronavirus too it was appropriate. It was like a bloody. Mask, surgical mask, okay, and then like a hat. Wait, like a doctor's you bought a hat. mask
3: that had blood on it already?
2: No, it's a, it's a Halloween costume.
3: Oh, like a, okay, okay.
2: It's like a five-piece thing, like a glasses with no lenses, right? Latex gloves. Okay, it was like the most basic doctor. Thing I'm surprised
3: ever. they weren't sold out because of the people running out of PPE all over.
2: <laughs> like, I, I ran out. I went to
3: Party City, got the bloody doctor costume, <laughs> and we came with some latex gloves and a blood mask. I'm good.
2: It's just essential. Yeah, now. I said
3: you, you described your costume, and I was like, oh, you sound like um. Uh, I would say chocolate bear, but like bloody bear or like from scrubs, yeah. <laughs> like a uh, scrubs doctor gone wrong. Dude, Turk Turk got fired that it, day. It
2: worked out perfectly. Cause like, uh, at the party they were giving out these like sh- jello shots and syringes. Oh, that's cool. So, um, like being a- dressed up as a doctor, oh, that's I get great. to walk around so you had syringes? a prop. That's oh, fucking cool. All the jello you're, shots. You're like bend
3: over, <laughs> and, like doing your, doing your glove, like Janine from the blink 182 cover popping your glove in people's uh, face. Uh,
2: but it was a good time, it just yeah. drinking a little bit, doing the the it kept it easy, and light. But uh, did you do anything or get So it
3: to- I worked um and okay, so have have you heard the fervor from the downtown Orlando Halloween parties? How like busy, Wall Street?
2: How busy it was? Yeah, Wall Street
3: was a fucking I mean, it's been on the news. I heard it on the radio today. People are up in arms about it and there's a lot of pictures floating around. I worked, but thank God I don't work downtown downtown. I work just on the south end there on the in the Thornton Park District, and that's a real chill kind of neighborhood area. And we didn't do a block party. Had we done a block party, it would have been like that because I feel like people were so champing at the bit to get the fuck out and do something like, you know, party again, like old school, pre-COVID, even though maybe you shouldn't be, um, that, yeah, they went hard, and I saw pictures, and it was... Fucking shoulder to shoulder nut to butt the lines on both end of Wall Street to get in were backed up all the way up orange and
1: shit. oh
2: people are rubbing and, sweat on each other oh
3: yeah and and uh and I heard you know 50 50 masks and then I heard that might be generous it might be closer to 60 40 or 70 30 70 no mask 30 with
2: masks well because people with that logic they're just like oh if I have a drink in my hand well i feel like they're like fuck a cigarette. regular mask
3: I'm wearing a fr- I'm wearing a Jason mask I'm good you know, or whatever you know I I don't know I thought oh, it's the easiest thing no one should have an issue wearing a mask it's fucking halloween your costume has a mask you know this what i mean your costume halloween. came with came with a mask you wore a mask god damn it yeah i don't know so i i did work um but and and i'm happy that where i was at it was much calmer it wasn't uh it wasn't crazy um and but with it being halloween and the end of the month i figured i would uh i i Kind of had been planning on doing like a sober November. So I felt like, oh, well, Halloween's the 31st. It's, you know, it's daylight savings. Um, That's one of my favorite years to go drinking at bars every single year, uh, because especially the one in the fall, because you get the extra hour. Um,
2: Oh, that's right. You're doing sober... November. November. Sober.
3: Well, until Thanksgiving. I'm going to drink at Thanksgiving, clearly. I mean, you know what I mean? But, like, that's the end of the month. So it's pretty much a month. I'm going to go sober until, uh, until, yeah, until November. So Uh. October 31st, I felt like, well, it's a, it's a great convergence of everything, right? It's Halloween. I'm getting off work. It gives me an extra hour to get drunk because of the time going back. And it's the end of the month and I'm going to dry out for the month. So let me just fucking go hard. And I didn't really even go that hard. But, um, I just I sat at work and uh, and had a few after work and then walked up to the or across the street to the little bar that's there across the street and closed that place out and then. Uh I, I'm glad I'm sobering up just because I don't remember getting home, and that's not fucking, that's is, not is a that good why thing. That's you,
2: not a good thing. Is that why you decided to go sober for a month, or is it just no, because you did last I was last already year?
3: going to. I was already, yeah. Well, I'd usually do one month a year. Like, I've done February, then I did October. This year just happens to be November. Yeah,
2: you usually do, like, a and month a year. Truth
3: be told, I've just been in a weird funk, and I've just been like, well, let, you know, if I'm in a weird funk and I'm not changing anything or doing anything differently, how can I expect me, How you know what I mean, how can I change my mental state if i do everything the same and i don't change anything and mind, then my mindset's just going to change so let me point. dry out a bit and try to you know just i don't know let me get in my head a little bit and try to straighten some shit out so you know can't hurt to n- not be drinking while i'm doing that so and it i feel like but, it's going to be easy it shouldn't be hard
2: before we did this i had like two tall shots of whiskey yeah they're
3: good at cavos it's
2: hard three or four beers i'm (laughs) yeah yeah. it's
3: it's hard it's hard Um, I'm, i'm drinking for both of us but yeah so i've already i've gotten off two shifts at work now and just walked right out the door without getting my free drink um it's fine i'll i'll catch up at uh come december but uh yeah so i felt like let me you know let me dry out i'm also you know for the record gonna i'm not drying out on weed so to speak um Uh, but I am going to try to save some money and just like not smoke it as often. So I'm not going to buy any. So if it's around, like I'm hanging out with friends or some shit and somebody has some, I'm going to probably partake depending on what I'm doing, but I'm just not going to be sitting around my house smoking weed.
2: You're just going to tone it down.
3: And I'm going to try to, I'm trying to, you know, drink, I'm drinking tons of bottles of water a day. I'm going to try to hydrate, maybe get a little healthier. Um, we'll talk about that more in a little bit, but, uh, yeah, so I went hard and, uh, I ended up, I went home. After closing down the bars, and I took home. You uh, didn't co-worker. go. To, you didn't
2: go to downtown, right?
3: No, not downtown. Downtown. I no, say. I stayed right there in Thornton Park at the one bar, two bars right there. So it's
2: like, oh yeah, I'm off of work. Let me go down. And it was just real
3: chill. I just sat there with a with my coworker and my fellow kitchen guy. We closed. We closed the restaurant down, and then and then I woke up the next day, and a couple of things. I had I had a crazy fucking dream overnight, which partly because I feel like I wasn't smoking, because was when I smoke a lot of a lot of weed. I don't tend to have dreams. I don't oh, know if yeah. that affects you. Okay. I,
2: I never dream. I mean, I, you do.
3: You just don't remember them. I think it's because of the weed. That's what I've read. Is oh, that, yeah. Weed yeah. does affect that. So I had been dried up from the weed for a day or two. And uh, and so I think my dreams were coming back mixed with the just drinking too much and not having eaten for a day or two. So I woke up to a really crazy dream and uh, dealing with that. And then also a text from my boss at work. Has anybody seen Joe? We'll call him Joe from my work. Has anybody seen Joe?
2: He's in the freezer. <laughs> Coleman left I, I, Damn it! I know
3: if it. I wasn't hung over and like not knowing what was going on, I would have. I would have said, "Did anybody check the freezer?" <laughs> I, I did lock it last night, but no. Uh, long story short, that he the guy closed with me that night and then had to open the next day. And uh, the boss texted uh, the group of us and was like, "Has anybody seen Joe?" Uh, he was supposed to open today, and no call, no show. I called his phone straight to voicemail. So I'm sitting in my bed, reeling over this weird dream that I'm about to tell you about. But also racking my brain. did I take Joe home? Did I take him home? Did I Did I not? Is he asleep in my car? You had to Did walk. we go somewhere else? Did he get a ride? What the fuck? And just trying to recount and replay my night and like I can I can remember close the bar closing and turning on the lights and then going out front and talking with friends out in front of the bar. And uh, you know how that goes. And I was just standing around talking and then when we all decided to leave, walking away from the bar and that's the last thing I remember. And that's not good, you know? So it's a good, I felt, I woke up uh, dealing with this dream, but then also going, I'm glad I'm drying out for a month. Now is a better time than ever.
2: Yeah, seriously. So I,
3: I don't want to, okay, so.
2: That's like a wake up call.
3: You know when I felt like I had, this is, I feel like what are the odds I had this weird dream on Halloween night? Have you ever had one of those dreams where it's like super vivid and you feel like it's really real and you wake up. Sometimes do you do this? Sometimes you'll be having a dream and you'll wake up like it'll be towards the end of your sleep. Say you got to get up at eight in the morning. You'll be having a dream. You wake up at like 7 a.m., but then you're like. You, you, oh shit! You know, and you clearly know oh, I was having this crazy dream, and you, you can close your eyes, go back to sleep, and continue the dream.
2: No, people have said I that do, that. do that. I do that a lot.
3: I never, I do, do that a lot, and I force myself to. A lot of times, I will. Sometimes I've been late for work or school because I wanted to fucking go back to sleep to content see what was going to happen. Oh my! God. It's like the craziest show ever, and it was on a commercial break, and I got to get back to the show. That that so that had this is how this one happened for me. I kept waking up, and I felt like shit. And part of me wanted part dude, part of me was freaked out about this dream and I just wanted to not go back into it, but I felt so bad. I rolled over, closed my eyes and boom, I was right back into this dream. So this happened over what felt like hours, but I'm sure it was short, but, uh, and I mean, it's crazy, John. I can't just write myself notes. <laughs> yeah, I can't write notes. I woke up in my bed, and then at one thirty in the afternoon, I'm typing this in you my bed. You wrote
2: down this whole thing. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Wow. So I'm not going to read it verbatim, but I can't take notes, and then like I feel like I can't recall from them. So I'm going to just try to make sense of what I wrote here. But so yeah, in this dream, I lived in a in a big house, like a big two story. And I had a wife, my wife, um, but I don't know if it was the wife that I was actually married to um, at one point in time, or if it was just some lady that I was married to. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who my wife was. Like just, a, I just that I had a wife, a
2: faceless, and we person. lived there
3: together. Yeah, and I, in the in the dream, I knew, but I can't recall now. Um, so myself and my wife who lived in a in a big two story house, and. Uh, I had an old friend, and this is an, a real old friend uh, in reality. His name is Chase. He appeared in the dream, and where this all ties in is he came under the, over to the house, and he was going to stay at the house for a little bit. Chase, in reality, is one of my uh, super old friend from 20, 30 years back in, in my Atlanta days, and he would come over and hang out, and the guy uh, never... Uh, he worked sometimes, but uh, he never really had much. He just uh, he would come over, and when I was married he would come to where you know to stay at my place when i was married to them to my wife at the time and he would stay at our place and crash on our couch and we would kind of like whatever like he would kind of eat our food and drink our drinks whatever like he didn't really contribute a whole lot but he was our friend and for whatever reason it just went down that way okay and he would stay sometimes for a week or two weeks to where it would get like you know it would get there and i would like look at my wife and be like yo chase has been here like a long time can you like tell him maybe he should go home because he had a home he stayed with his mom so we're like 20 25 years old he's still living with his mom so he would escape from his mom's and come crash on our couch so he comes over in this dream to crash on our couch so i thought nothing of it that back in the day that was a totally totally normal thing that would have happened so instead of staying in a spare room for whatever reason he slept on the couch in the living room because that's what he always did back in the day so i feel like that's why he did so he's asleep on the couch uh this is before he's asleep we're awake and we're hanging out and uh I again, it's a dream. I'm sure there might have been some, some, some tie together to explain this, but, uh, for somehow, somewhere we came across ammonium nitrate, which is used in bomb making. Yeah. So uh, in the I house, I, I, I think it was like in a shed in the backyard, if okay. I'm remembering correctly, because I remember it was in a wagon, in a bag and a wagon. And it was weird. Like it lo- it was like, it looked like, um, I remember seeing it in the dream. It looked like pieces of like uh, bark, like uh, bark you'll put down for landscape. It looked like uh, those red cedar chips. Oh, like mulch. Mulch, thank you. That's it. Yeah, it looked like mulch in a bag, and but it's ammonium nitrate, and it says it on the bag. And I'm like, oh. And I, I tell them, I'm like, oh, you know, uh, th- I'm pretty sure they use this for bombs. Oh, let's make a bomb. So we just make a bomb, right? But it was like a small bomb. And I think our thought process was, we're going to make a small bomb and put it in the house, and we're going to set it off Because I think we had like roaches or rats or we had some pests in the house. And our thing was, we'll make a small bomb with this ammonium nitrate, blow it up and get rid of the pest. That was our pest control.
2: Dreams never make sense. Exactly.
3: In the dream, it was the best thing we could have done.
2: Yeah. And they don't make sense once you think about it. We
3: made the small bomb and put it in the living room. And for some reason, we put it right on the table, (laughs) right next to the couch where Chase was sleeping. Well, I decided I want to make a bigger bomb like a big big bomb so i make a big bomb out of this by myself with no one else's help or no one else's knowledge i make a big bomb out of this ammonium nitrate that we randomly find in a wagon in the shed in the backyard and uh and i put that bomb on top of the smaller bomb for some reason like i just laid it on top of the smaller bomb i thought hey this is a bomb table let me put this bomb here okay so and i'm doing this all by myself it's middle of the night everyone's asleep i put the bomb out there and I think my thought process was, I'll put the big one there, and then when and tomorrow, when we blow up this bomb, you know, and everyone's where, away and we're where safe. Where is this
2: going? Okay. Okay. Is, Whenever, when we blow up this
3: bomb, tomorrow, it'll the little one will trigger this big one, and it'll be cool, and we'll all be like, awesome, like fireworks, you know? Like the big finale. Well, for some reason, when I made it, I ran... <laughs> One of those old school wires to an old plunger box, you know, where you are like boom, you push the plunger down and it blows up. You just had I one ran of those that on to deck? the st- yep. I had one of those because it's a dream. It was just there. I used it, and I ran it to a plunger box in a, in the stairwell, and I go to sleep in the dream. It's like Inception. What now, the right? fuck? I wake up. I hang on. I w- in the dream. I wake up. There is a duck, a white duck. In the house. He came in the front door somehow all by himself. The door was open, I suppose. Chase left it open. I don't know. The duck comes in the fucking front door. He is waddling up the stairwell. I'm watching him from the top of the steps. He waddles, slow waddles up the stairwell, gets to the plunger box that is connected to the huge bomb, which is right next to where Chase is sleeping, grabs the plunger with his beak. I don't know how he could reach it or grip it, but he beaks it, pushes the plunger down, blows up. First of all, the little bomb goes poof, and just blows up, right? Chase doesn't wake up. It was so loud, it should have woke him up, but it does not. <laughs> I remember in the dream screaming, Chase, get up! Chase! Chase! After I said his name about the third time, the big bomb goes off, dude. It was it was terrible. Duck! It, <laughs> <laughs> no. I should have said Chase Duck, but I didn't. I wasn't being <laughs> funny in the dream. It was very scary and sad. He blew up. Long story short, Chase, rest in peace. In my dream, you're dead.
2: Wow. Well... Did, did you tell him this? No, no, no this I, haven't,
3: I haven't no. I haven't talked to this guy in years.
2: That could be, I haven't uh, talked to this guy in years. Oh, wow. Oh.
3: Yeah, 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 No, that's what makes it even weird. Yeah,
2: some, sometimes people are like, no, you can't go to this party tonight because I had a dream that you, oh, something horrible like that, like, happened to you. Oh, like final destination
3: and, or something? And you don't let somebody but go Don't go that. to this white house and with the duck in it because you might die of a bomb. Like, no. no. So, long story short, uh, Chase dies. Um, we are now going to, uh, uh, me and the wife are now trying to hide the evidence And the rest of the dream is extremely scary and tense because we're trying to uh, avoid me going to prison for life for killing my friend. (laughs) But we also had a wedding to go to that day. (laughs) Literally, after I killed my friend, we had a wedding to go to. And I I end up waking up arguing with my wife over why we don't have to go to the wedding because my friend's dead and we have other things to deal with.
2: You probably went to his funeral. Right? I, you're like, I'm I good. woke up.
3: <laughs> I woke up and that was
2: it. <laughs> That's horrible. I
3: don't know. I just thought that was weird. And I'm sobering up now, guys. So maybe <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> we have... won't have more of these, or no, we will.
2: It's going to be more dreams. Will it be more? It's going to be more. I'll let you know. Watch. And they're going to be even clearer. Like, you're going to find out who your wife, who your dream wife is. <laughs> like, in the next Oh, one? yeah.
3: I, she'll, she, her face will be revealed. You'll know. I hope it's not my ex wife. It'll be just
2: disappointing oh. all over again. It's, I <laughs> <laughs> that is Anyway,
3: stay tuned for more episodes of Coleman's Dream Theater
2: yeah. here on Phony Two It Ming. If it's your ex-wife, it's just like... <sighs> we're, we're,
3: that was disjointed and crazy. I Regretful
2: apologize. reality.
3: Speaking of disjointed and crazy, you want to call Tuttle?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let's give him a little bit of a call. Um, uh, the Tuttle's 10. We wanted to try to ask him, I guess, cause we know that he's been working out more Yeah. or has been getting healthier. And I felt like
3: that was topical with me trying to be healthier. Right. Let's talk to him about his health journey.
2: Yeah. I've been playing basketball a lot more lately. Yep. So, I mean, we all can kind of contribute to the conversation, but since we're calling him and we're not getting a bit, yeah, right. We do, there's no telling. He what's can take happen. it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So we're still going to play the disclaimer and everything. Yeah. And then we're just going to. And then, then we'll talk to Tuttle. Yep, here we go. Tuttle's
3: thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of 22 informing its hosts, guests, sponsors, or affiliates.
1: 10 minutes with Tuttle. Hi,
0: Coleman.
3: Hey, Patrick Fowler, how are you?
0: Hey, how are you, Chris Coleman? Good. How I'm, are you, John Hannon? I, I was going to say, I'm here I mean, with my partner in everybody's life. Everybody's first
3: and last names. Yeah, well, hey, you answered the phone with, uh, with the Chris Coleman moniker, so I'm going to yeah, throw it right know, back at you. That's what it says on my phone screen,
2: yeah. Patrick Fowler.
0: Yeah, Patrick Fowler. Well, I mean, you should use Tuttle. Patrick Fowler was dead.
2: <laughs> how uh, how you doing, Tuds? It's good to talk to you. Like we usually, are- John,
0: John, dude, John. Me and you have such a connection with each other. Like seriously, like you are my spirit animal, John Hammond. No shit. Yeah, I mean for real, dude. Because like Chris, Chris is that older, wiser type dude. But like you are the your age, awkward. You're the awkward but cool like guy that keeps everything together. You got the hot chicks and everything, so like I mean, you're you're <laughs> there.
3: Hot chicks. I like that you gave him plural. Hot chicks.
0: Yeah, I like that. We're actually. Uh, no, he, I mean, no, John. John's pulling down multiple bitches. Uh-oh. Well, his
3: uh, his long term girlfriend will not be happy to hear that. Luckily, she doesn't listen to no, the show, I mean, so it's I fine. I mean,
0: she, she's she's got to understand. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that John is pulling down the bitches. That he just has bitches plural that are interested in him, and his girls should look at that like, hell yeah, I got this stud muffin, that is John, as my man, and all the women can't have him.
2: I, I feel like that every once in a while that i you know people kind of crush on me and i just i ignore it and i let it go because I, I realize i'm a pimp
0: now but can i, I ask <laughs> are we recording or are we just wasting all of this
2: we
3: are material? thank you for starting your your segment off this week very awkwardly john was trying to say that it's great to hear you on the phone this week we normally have you on all your right. recorded bit but uh thank you for joining us on uh on our uh, on our show it's called uh it's called funny to informing have you ever heard of it
0: yeah, no, I mean, I have it. I mean, it is the top three podcasts in
3: all of Orlando. <laughs> well, we're that, we're moving up then because we've been fourth best two years in a row, so we're no, getting somewhere. You're
0: you're in the top three, like Jeff Howe, One of Jeff Howell's
3: songs. <laughs> I ain't the best, but uh, I'm in, the, in top the top three. Three. I I'm familiar, sir. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we don't. I mean, not a lot of people know that. We normally, you know, throw you a topic and you join us. You know, you send it, you record your bit and send it in. But we hadn't talked in a while and we felt like. And we, in truth be told, fourth wall coming down, we didn't throw you a topic in any enough time for you to actually get it recorded. So we were like, let's well, just call the topic, guy and have him live on the show. Well, uh, so we thought maybe with you, we know we follow your saga on uh, online, on Instagram and Facebook and all the outlets where you can yeah. follow Tuttle. And uh, uh-huh. and and I know that you've been trying to throw your addiction to healthy purposes, You're where you used to maybe have some vices as addictions. You're now trying to make that a change for the better. So maybe we were, what was Uh, the exact their thought, John? What did we want to call that?
2: Well, I wanted like kind of um, just a conversation about you working out and getting, um, you know, physically healthier and what that experience has been like for you, whether it's been difficult or whether it's been uh, rejuvenating for you or a total pain in the ass.
0: Okay. Here. All right. So I'll give you a little insight. Okay. So the reason that I decided to get in a healthier lifestyle, okay? So right before the pandemic started. Now it's it's been so long. When when did the pandemic like get into full swing? Like March?
3: Everything shut March, down in right? middle March. That's yeah. when uh like you know, the shut in place and a lot of the quarantine stuff started.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well I was like, you know, what if I'm not gonna be able to leave this hobo fish camp? I'm I'm gonna do my podcast. I'm going to work out. So I started, I, I started out easy because listen, I'm a 40 year old man. I was an athlete. I was a collegiate athlete. I played baseball. I was a pitcher and, and I decided, Hey, I'm going to start out easy because where a lot of older people go wrong is that they try to overdo it. They think they need to run right into it and they need to go full hardcore. And that's the, that's the worst thing you can do because you're going to get sore. You're going to be like, oh, man, oh, I, I hurt. I, I'm in so much pain. I'm not doing this anymore. Does that make
2: sense? Yeah, because some people are like, well, if it doesn't burn, then you ain't gaining nothing. Or like, No a, pain, no gain. Yeah, you got to push yourself. And if you ain't pushing yourself and if you don't feel bad by the end of the day, then your workout didn't didn't work out. <laughs> and it's like, no, it <laughs> didn't not work the out case. for you, did it? That's not the case. You Sometimes can, you can get uh, like more tone and kind of reinforce the muscles that you already have instead of pushing yourself to the point where you have a fucking hernia. Hey, crawl before you walk.
0: Yeah, no, so now, like, I mean, I've, I've made this mistake before because I, I think you guys are way younger than me, but I, I know Coleman is pretty close to me, right?
3: Yeah, uh, we're both 40, sir. You're a few months older than me, I believe, but uh, yeah, yeah, so- 1980.
0: So Coleman, you you know, like the way that I've been trying to describe it to people is that we are not like old. I mean, I I know the younger generation, like the people in their early twenties, think we're old, okay? But Fuck but God. we're not we're not old though. But we're not young young either, right? Right, right. right, right, right. <laughs> okay. So 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 what I'm trying to say is that it's not too late for us. And, and I'm not trying to say, Coleman, you you are a Generation X like me.
3: I sure am. Fuck all those okay, other Gen well, Ys you know and what?
0: I'm not trying to blow up our generation, but all the generations past us are nothing but a bunch of pussies.
3: Well, John, what do you have to say to that?
2: No, so he's called you out directly. No, I, I,
0: all right. because I,
2: I've sometimes subtly insulted Coleman uh, on his <laughs> age by accident, and, and now, uh,
3: now, now, Tuttle's here helping me out. Thanks, bud. We get, we're getting him.
2: No, I'm not. Th- this is not going to be a generational war. I'm all not right, going to get so, into it with so you guys. So what
0: year were you born, John? Ninety- but, I mean, let's get to this, okay? I don't like you <laughs> don't like bullying you on Chris. Like you try to make Chris. Make it seem like oh he's an old fucker. No, I'm just Uh, thankful I'm
2: young. I'm just I'm just glad and thankful that I'm the age that I am. Yeah, that's a. So what
0: generation uh, are you? Oh, don't be happy about what generation you are because guess what? You're gonna eventually be like me and Coleman. The old dudes
3: <laughs> in the room. Oh, my back hurts right, <laughs> yeah. right now as we speak.
2: I know I, I'm afraid to get to that point because right now I feel like I'm in that sweet spot, like kind of like the middle child of generations, where you know we're we're not doing any wrong, but we're not really helping the situation any. We're just we're just right there, it, caught perfectly in the middle. Nobody's but, paying attention to us.
0: But John, why do you guys not give Generation X, me and Chris? The the respect that we deserve. Like I mean, you guys never had to deal with what we had to deal with. But let's every generation yeah, remember, going down from the.
3: Remember the civil rights no. movement, Tuttle, and, we the, and were the women's un- lib. We
0: God. were the forgotten generation. We were the latchkey kids. Everybody thought we were the slacker generation, and guess what? We turned out to be all the billionaires you see right now.
3: Yep, except for the two you're talking to, <laughs>
0: I mean, not, not you guys. We failed somewhere along the line. you, Chris, me and you, we are the. Do uh, you remember the movie Snatch?
3: I love oh, that movie. The
0: the the pikeys? Me, me and Chris oh, are yes. nothing but Pikies.
3: <laughs> Fuck you. I live I, I live in a caravan, a caravan down by yeah. the river.
0: Do do you want a dog? You want to
3: die? Okay. All right. We're delving too far See, now. See, the, so
2: the generation gap is a tough one, but like, it, it depends where you stand in that argument because if you want to blame other generations for why things are the way they are, that's the wrong way to go for me. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I'm not
0: blaming anybody. Your generation just, blames I
2: mean,
0: us. I'm just saying we, me and Chris, are well-suited for the pandemic of 2020. We went home every day. We sat in front of the TV. We made uh white trash meals just to be able to feed ourselves until our parents got home. You,
3: you know what, Tuttle, you are absolutely right. I agree with you on all fronts, and because of that, I feel like uh, it's made us unhealthy fucks. And uh, so, it, you wanted to turn that around a little bit and try to uh, try to make yourself a little healthier here before uh, it is too late. You as for you alluded back to, back
0: on track. That is why you guys are the third best podcast. And all of Orlando.
2: You know what? Because it's perfect that we are talking about this. Because I just recently started playing um, basketball again. I picked it back up. I've been playing like at least twice a week, sometimes more. So for me, it actually feels really good to be able to work out. You know, but but so how how's it been for you going through all of that?
0: All right. So I'll get into that before I do. But John, what was your generation of basketball? You've been playing basketball. Like, what was your basketball? You grew up with.
2: Uh, well, like NBA wise, it was like Dirk Nowitzki, um, Chris Webber, yeah. Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Webber. That was like the end of Chris Webber, probably. No, was, I yeah, remember that, Chris I mean, Webber around. Yeah, you're
0: younger. talking late '90s,
2: early 2000s. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much the early 2000s in and around. Yeah, like like the 2001, like Sacramento Kings when they had Webber, Bibby, Stoyakovich, and then uh, AI Wadi, for the Sixers.
0: Wadi was on the the Kings that time. Yeah,
2: I think. yeah, yeah, Debok
0: but, but what I'm saying is, I mean, basketball is the one of the best, like, if you want to get in shape, soccer and basketball, you're running up and down the court. Um, look at Kobe. Kobe, one of his, uh, two of his best friends. Healthiest guy were, ever right now. Were Ronaldo and Messi. He was a big soccer fan.
3: Well, it's because he grew up in Italy. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I feel like that, yeah, he conditioned under that. He played soccer as a kid, so he definitely started his conditioning doing that.
0: Now, let me ask you guys, okay? And, and, and I'm not trying to reverse this. So, um, I'm, I'm wanting to ask you, you know, I'm, I'm new to podcasts. Like, how have you guys had to adjust? How have you guys been growing, um, uh, a, a I mean, because, I mean, I, I'm not trying to blow you guys up. I'm not trying to mark out to you or anything, but I mean, in all reality, you guys, have grown something into something really, really big. Well, I, and and I'm I, I'm just trying to pick your brain because I'm trying to do the same exact thing as you guys. are.
2: So. I mean, it's one of those like stupid cliche answers where it's like it's a fine line to dance on because you try to find like what. It, you 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 want to be realistic with yourself. You can't be overly confident and think that everything you do is fucking awesome because it's clearly not. You know, I mean, you have to be. You have to understand that not everything you do is going to be taken amazingly, or it's not going to be the greatest thing ever, or like the the every joke you write isn't going to be the most hilarious joke. But some people are blind enough to where they actually think that that's the case. So if you're realistic with yourself and say, "Oh, well, we can afford to approve." Uh, we 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 can make this better, or we can you know uh, it, like step it up a notch and doing this, or so as long as you're never settling, then you're doing something right as in terms of at least growing and being a little bit better than the day before.
3: And maybe total, okay. and maybe I feel no, like ahead, Chris. I, I feel like maybe it, it's it's the bubble mentality, and we're we're we are inside the bubble doing it, and you know and but you know participating and partaking in it, and maybe and to me it doesn't feel like we're a huge whatever, you know, what, a huge, big, whatever. It just feels like we're a homegrown thing. I literally always forget that anybody even listens to this. I feel like nobody really does, and I just feel like this is something I just come do with my friends every week. Um, And then whenever somebody says, like, oh, I, I heard your show or I'm listening to it now, it always, like, takes me by surprise, and I feel a little awkward because I'm like, oh, God, somebody's listening to me make, like, terrible jokes and, like, kind of lay my soul bare. It's, just, it's weird for me. But I My point being is I don't really feel like – you know, the the props that you're giving us are warranted, perhaps. I don't know. And maybe they are, because maybe, like like I said,
0: maybe it's because I'm here doing it. I I don't want any of you guys to think, like, I think I'm some big wig, you know, I think I'm better than everybody else, because I've been on the radio for over 20 years. I don't think I've ever portrayed that to you guys, have I? No, No,
2: you piece of shit. No. (laughs) No, No.
3: you've (laughs) always been a self-deprecating, you know, Hugh... a uh, guy filled with humility
2: and, and humble. Extremely down to earth, yeah.
0: No, no, but, but, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, even though I've been on the radio for over 20 years, um, I've kind of had to start over when it comes to podcasting. Um, and, you, and you guys have way more experience than I do when it comes to podcasting. And, and I've, I really have. I mean, you talked about humbling yourselves. Um, I've kind of had to do that.
3: Well, I fully understand that. I've had to do that in life, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I definitely know where you're coming from. And I don't know. it. it it's not the uh, it, you say you haven't done it very long. You haven't done podcasting maybe very long. But with all your experience, Tuttle, at the end of the day, it's just talking into a microphone.
2: It's very interchangeable, but it is hard too because, like, even when you jump from even something as talk radio and and live on the air to podcasting, and and, and what we were talking about with working out and stuff, you have to look at, at yourself in the mirror and truly well, judge yourself on what you're doing right and wrong, and try to pick what's right yeah, and wrong. It's it's,
3: it's hard it's, to be objective it, on yourself. It's impossible. It is for okay, me. so.
0: To, so so to, if I if I'm comparing podcasting to working out to bring a full circle of everything, okay? So so when you're working out, you everybody wants those immediate results, right? I mean, that's, yeah, that's one of the things about working out and trying to make yourself better. Everybody wants to see results now, immediate. I did what ten setups say? last
3: night, and I don't have a single ab. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs>
0: But but I'm sure when you guys first started your podcast, I know it was this way with me because I went from a format of I knew a bunch of people were listening to me. But when you go to the podcasting format, you can actually look at analytics every single day and you know who is listening and who isn't listening. And then when you see those numbers, you're like, oh, man, I, I kind of suck. <laughs> but then when they, <laughs> no. when they see, grow and grow and grow day by day, right, you're right. like, oh, man, I'm starting to see a, a trend. Well, maybe that's
3: where you know we're a little different. And for me personally, I don't look at those numbers at all, just because I'm not the technical guy. John's well, the producer and I'm the technical guy. A and John,
1: A-D-A-D yeah,
3: absolutely. But and then John is the technical guy and the producer and the you know the one who handles all that you know all the all the posting and and analytics as you mentioned and all that. And John's not in that every day. If I ever want to know, I'll be like you know John, how are we doing? He's like, I don't know, I haven't checked in a minute.
2: Oh, and because best-
3: he doesn't live in live and die by those.
2: And Best believe though, if it were to start going down, I'd be like, "Yo, oh really? We're, we're okay. losing people. I don't okay. know what's so going on." we're not on. losing we people. Something. That's good to know.
0: We need to do a stunt, Chris. You're going to be out streaking with your balls and dick like swinging from <laughs> left to <laughs> right. Okay, it's
3: mostly balls. I'm a grower, not a shower, mm. but that's fine.
0: Oh, same as me. Uh,
3: well, there you go. We're both forty. <laughs> hey, so, we're both grower, so not can showers. I, can
0: I ask you guys a serious question? Yeah. I Always. mean, I, I, I really hope you guys won't get mad at me. So, like, now have you guys? How long have you guys been together? Don't. Like doing this show? Like, how long have you guys been friends?
2: We went on our first date, <laughs> episode fifty-four. <laughs> really? Okay. And we're at episode one hundred and fifty-seven now. So, so we, okay.
0: And so, there's a bunch so of bonuses and stuff were between fucking that. Each other until episode fifty-four, and then you made it like boyfriend girlfriend official at 154 Yeah kind of yeah. that's yeah so, so like, we've
3: been we're approaching th- almost 3 years actually Yeah 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 to do, oh, so do you've it together have
0: been steady
3: for 3 years Yeah yep mhm Give or take
0: promise rings promise rings did you guys do promise rings
3: No like, we have what, a what blood a blood signed oath contract
0: Oh so like you you cut the now did you do like uh, in the movie Predator, where like, you cut your chest.
3: Yep, you um, I was the crazy uh, Venezuelan guy or whatever. No, he wasn't Venezuelan. He was Native American. And he cut his fucking yeah. a big X in his chest. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. And uh, John soaked himself with mud in the swamp. And the Predator didn't see him.
0: Yeah,
2: we kept them off our scent. Long story short, at the end, we all
3: made it to the chopper. Yeah, so <laughs>
0: now the serious question is, have you guys... And and be honest, don't 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 bitch out on me. Have you guys had your moments where you guys have been like, "Fuck John, fuck Chris," like maybe a little bit, like but yeah, I,
3: not of. so much. Fuck John and fuck Chris, but yeah, definitely our frustrations and our arguments, and yeah, d- yeah, what just like any about, relationship.
2: Can, can I ask? No, uh, no, you can't ask. Yeah, you can,
3: but I'm going to say fuck you. (laughs) No, uh, what was it about? I don't remember. I I
2: can't think of anything. It was like show stuff.
3: Oh, it was just uh, we. It was honestly everybody was just going too hard. Uh, We were all like burning the candle at both ends, and then uh, I got the crazy idea. uh, Let's do another show, guys. And John was like, I can't produce anymore. What the fuck are you talking about? And then, and I was like, No, we could produce it. So all right,
0: all right. Let me let me back this up because I worked on radio. So so, Chris. Sees himself as the talent, per se. I'm not saying that is a bad thing, but John is more of the talent, but I also got to do the fucking bitch work behind the scenes.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's always been John's deal, and that's kind of what we're in transition, so that we can all pick up those skills and share the duties. Yeah, that's and it, it's never, where we're at,
2: and it's never been like, oh, fuck that guy, fuck this guy. It's right, all, but it's always been like, I love this guy, but man, this thing but that don't, he just but did, like, don't put said, more on my plate. Yeah, right. On anybody.
0: I mean, I listen. I don't want you guys to think I'm trying to like stir up stuff because I'm I'm really really not. I'm just trying to ask questions that I think that. Your audience would like to hear because like, I mean, you guys do seem like you guys are best friends. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. I've also seen best friends in radio that spend so much time with each other that it, it, it grows into resentment.
2: Well, okay. So this is this is what's fucked up to me, Tuttle. Is how did you turn this around into an interview of us? <laughs> I know us. he's interviewing us. We were supposed to give you a topic, and, and, and now, now I feel like we're we're I getting mean, grilled it's, it's, here. I'm,
0: I, listen, I've been around <laughs> radio for so long. You guys have a great duo and and relationship with each other, but you've got to think about it. Now, if you guys were working in radio and you were doing four hours a day with each other. You guys would be talking to each other more than your other hats.
3: Absolutely. And I I feel like, no, I feel like, honestly, Tuttle, and and you want to be honest about it? I feel like if uh, that was the case and that was our, like, main gig and we didn't have other, like, full-time fucking jobs. I would love that. In John's case, a relationship and, you know, whatever, and lives and shit like that outside of this. Uh I think it would be it would be totally copacetic. Now, eventually would we get on each other's nerves like as anybody. Like I love all my coworkers on my happen. regular job. I'm but
0: sorry, guys, it's gonna happen. Well yeah. no, that's
3: fine. But it, but my thing is that yeah, that's that's our hope is that it's gonna happen, is that somehow maybe one day we could transition this into either making money from it or do you doing a job similar to this that we did make money at, you know, i.e. radio. And, uh, and again, I would, that's fine. I, I would be glad to have that burden of getting tired of John because we're doing our dream and making money at it and we're getting
0: tired of seeing each other. Shut up. Another question. That's going to be really bad. So you guys finish up and I hope you're going to let me ask it.
2: Okay. Shoot.
0: How does each other's other half get along with each other? Because that is very, very important. When it comes to the stability of a program.
3: Oh, it's great. Um, My ex and John's current girlfriend are super great friends. Oh, okay. Still to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did they get along before you broke up with her? Sure, we it's weird we that you that? put
3: it just. Uh, just it's wow. weird that you put it that way. Maybe she dumped me on my ass, Tuds. Most likely that's how it really went. But no, but uh, uh, no, no, no. no the the reason they get along. No, I know I'm, I'm, not not I'm fucking with you.
0: over anything.
3: No, no, no. I, I it, they, they 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 are friends now because they were friends then and they're still friends. So yeah, no, it's and it's not a problem. Uh, my ex and myself share a huge group of mutual mm-hmm. friends, and it's just something now, that we have to deal with.
0: I'm gonna give you a little bit of an insight. Um. The main problem when it came to the monsters when I was on the show in the morning was the wives getting along with each other the I mean the other halves the, does that make sense I, dude, I'm giving you guys some exclusive shit right now by the way
3: I love it. these are some of the you're you're killing some of the questions we could ask you later no, but um i I know that does make sense, but when did they have to interact? You mean on like remotes okay, or just? So,
0: so here, here, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a prime example, okay? I, w- I was a real loner, okay? And I got to give my ex wife, Kristen, a lot of credit for this because I, I advanced way more uh, at real radio when I started interacting more and hanging out with the other people on the radio show. Because she told me, hey, you, if you want to make it ahead, you got to start hanging out with the other people, the other personalities on the show away from the radio program. Okay. And here, I'll give you an example. Russ at his house, when he lived in Maitland, used to have game night. I know it sounds very white and Caucasian, but everybody used to come over to Russ's house for game night.
3: I'm sure he beat everyone. That is a really oh, yeah. white well, thing we, to do.
0: You don't you don't beat the boss. You let the boss win.
2: What I hear? You let him backhand so, you in the face.
0: So, and and guys, if I'm getting off like topic here, I'm I'm just I'm trying to give you guys some exclusive shit that I think Orlando people would love to hear. No, no
2: it's, not, it's not bad, actually, because we were going to be wrapping up here. But I think this was actually more than what I thought we were going to get out of uh, calling you.
3: Yeah, no, no, I did not expect it. Uh, it's, as always with Tuttle, that's kind of how it always goes with a Tuttle, even so, on a so, pre-recorded segment. So,
0: so can, can I tell you, though, there was... All right, so... I've explained to you that there's always been a pecking order in radio, okay? I, I mean, I, I've told you guys this before, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, well, do you want to know what is worse than the pecking order of the on-air people? The pecking order of the people you're dating or the people you're engaged or married to. That is some pretty, pretty brutal like animal kingdom natural geographic uh uh search, uh david attenborough type uh i'm gonna Planet i'm gonna like uh narrate this type shit yeah that
2: that's how bad it was well cuz some of that is like mental games you know like we could sit there and talk about like working out and feeling good physically and a little bit clearer headed but that like they mentally wear you down to to get what they want right
3: and set up this hierarchy, I mean, and then then, then the mean, wives I, and girlfriends have to deal with
0: that. Not only, not only do you have to worry about the hierarchy of your job and where you work at, but you you got to hear the hierarchy of your other half and where they fit into the hierarchy. So so, how do you think that with my mental stability kind of worked into things? Like I'm, I'm just being honest. No, but it sounds I
3: mean, like a nightmare. For it sounds like a mental nightmare. I mean, like, you, as a guy who struggles with uh, mental shit himself, it uh, it does not sound like something I would want to struggle with.
2: Uh, when we're done this, I have to jet home to my girlfriend. I mean, because I have a set time that I'm planning on <laughs> hanging exactly. out with her See? and meeting exactly.
0: up. Exactly, <laughs> because
2: he's got to fall into the hierarchy. <laughs> Fuck you guys. That's fine. No,
0: no, but I mean, be, I'm, I'm just being honest, though. How, how does it feel really like towards that. the end of my marriage where, where I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what my, ex, my what my wife thinks. I'm going to throw it out there. But when you're trying to, you're, you're trying to balance that act of being funny, being extreme on the air, but you don't want to go so far where you got to deal with getting reamed when you get home.
2: Yeah, exactly. Or when you get home, you don't have any energy to spend time uh, because you exhausted yourself throughout the day or whatever. Like you have to you have to try to organize your energy and try to dis- disperse, you know, your time and y- you know your attention as best you can.
0: Or when you get home, you got to hear your wife talking about oh, such and such wife was mean to me or such and such wife on the show you know, didn't like favorite something that I liked on social media.
3: That's uh, that it sounds like middle school and high school all over again. Only with social media now, because we didn't have that in our detail. Yeah, because we're old. Not old, old, but not, old, it, old, but not young but,
1: young.
0: But it is real life problems you gotta deal with. And, and, and no, I don't think people I don't think people realize what that entails. People don't look underneath the surface. They they look as look at us as ducks. Kicking on the surface, <laughs> right? People you're floating along to the
3: top, calm. but they have well, no idea.
0: Get under that water, our legs are kicking a million miles an hour. That
2: it's almost like a sitcom scenario or something, I feel like. It's where the parents aren't getting along to these children that actually don't mind hanging out with each other. No, you could
3: so do the it the in a radio basis. You could do it as a radio show, oh, like yeah. Frasier, but uh, funnier. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Frasier was good, but it was super smart. Anyway, Tuttle, I love it. You write the pilot, and we'll go from there. Listen, you've delved Dude, us I'm, off.
0: I'm sorry. No, I, no, no. I hope, I, I, I hope it doesn't seem like I hijacked No, her.
3: not it, and if you did, that it's fine. Why do you think we brought you on, man? We bring you on to be a reverent and crazy and you do that and we love it. But I love that no, you delved us it's, it's off.
0: I, I, I just wanted to share that with you because you want to be honest? I think you guys and I'm not just saying this I think you guys will end up somewhere on the air even if it's just a couple of times a week. I I really really do.
3: I would look I would be and fine you, with and that you, and again you may. I, you, I like you, you
0: want s- me to know what? Like, why I like you guys is like, you're not like these other podcasts and, and I know like I'm going to get a lot of flack with this, but they really haven't called me since I was on their show. But like the side of chaos podcast, you guys have not like sold out. Like I'm going to like buy a billboard or something.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we have not. I News can to that. me. I could say that <laughs> we have not. No, done and, that.
0: and I, I don't have anything against them. But like you guys are kind of like, you know what? We're gonna do our show, and 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 I really don't care if we get a lot of people or not. You guys are sticking to your laws when it comes to stuff like that. Thank and, you. And I don't want anybody. Like I love Patricio and them. On, the, on 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 uh, a side of chaos podcast, but I my mean, I'm just being honest they they haven't called me one single time since the last time I was on their show. Hey, they didn't say, hey, how you doing, Toddle? How you been? Right, nope, right. Nothing. Well,
3: that's I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, look, I, I, oh, I, love I, I that them. means a lot. I love them, Absolutely, I'm
0: just I'm kind of being a dick.
3: No, there, no, 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 that's no, fine, man. Yeah, fine. Look, we we love those guys. We love you. Um I well, love you that you delved us off a
0: billboard yet, I love
3: so. no 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 one day we just let's get some patreon the money's up um oh, but
0: uh now, I mean, you guys have got enough money. Give me a loan. Give
3: me a loan. Uh, but I, it means a lot coming from you because we do focus on doing what we do and keeping that core to what it is, and just growing from there and making it better. So it's good that it, it, it's noticed. Because again, from inside the bubble, maybe I don't see that. Yeah, I know what we're doing, but does everybody else know what we're doing? Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Oh, our bubble, our bubble is going to blow up until it bursts, and we're going to infect everybody with our disease
3: blow up like the world we, trade
2: uh, yeah, bomb center we appreciate you taking some time to uh you know answer oh, our no, phone call last listen. minute
0: Listen, funny to informing in the
3: total daily podcast the aids of podcasting. <laughs> there you go, number four and five. You figure out which one's which. Tuds, I love that you took us all around the world on this because a lot of these are topics I want to discuss later. Like you, you know, I wanted to, I want to bring up divorce as a topic for you because I know you and I have both dealt with that uh, oh, and some of the stuff. Some of like your radio, any, you your radio, have any your do you radio have any
0: chicks you might want to hook me up with. Uh, yeah, I'll send you a number. Uh, but li- No, shut the fuck up. I'm being real, dude. Like like I'm you know, like I'm I'm kinda getting lonely, guys.
3: Okay. Oh well I'll keep oh. you in mind. I mean I'm a single guy myself, so uh, right, you know, let me, you, let me not throw you let me not throw you my bones. You.
0: What the fuck, John? Like I'm, you're laughing at me like, oh, <laughs> Tuttle's lonely. I don't know what's going on anymore. You, right.
3: John is lost completely. John's just something. like, ha ha, Tuttle's lonely. I'm going to go fuck my girlfriend when I leave here.
0: I mean, i would, yeah, like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to bang my girlfriend <laughs> while Tuttle sits <laughs> in his PT cruiser and gets demon <laughs> all over his uh, steering wheel.
2: I'm still exhausted from last night. If I, 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 I'm i wow. trying to catch my breath oh, a yeah,
3: little. Humblebrag. Wow. John. I thought it's, he didn't kiss and tell. It's nonstop
0: over here Jesus. for me. All right. <laughs> yeah. Listen. The Listen, best, the you best have- I get is my mom walking out in the morning to fry eggs and I see her granny panties.
3: <laughs> wow and then your hunger goes away or through the roof depending on how you look at it look Tuttle, we
0: yeah, love that well, you i'm also a fucked up
3: bitch you so. started you started the fire on a lot of topics that i want to discuss at, and at other times and some of the radio juicy stuff is stuff we're going to talk about in person the next time we do an interview you're going to interview us for your show and us for our show and a face-to-face
0: well, I, keep, I keep asking but you guys don't want it's, nah, like it's going to happen but the with these fish
3: again no it's with these uh day jobs that's uh, kind of what's really getting in the way so,
0: oh fuck the day jobs. They're gonna fire
2: you eventually. Y- yeah, well, yeah. We have to. Uh, we have to hit you with a topic for next week too.
3: Maybe we do divorce next week, Tud's. Maybe that's what we talk about next week. Let give you your topic now here live on the show.
0: Because technically I'm not even divorced yet.
3: Oh, my God. I love that you said that because I don't want to spoil it, but neither am I. Can we please (laughs) discuss this next week? (laughs) Oh, my God. I swear to God on my... No, uh,
0: you think I'm bullshit. I don't. Technically, I'm not even divorced I don't
3: because I know how that goes. Coleman's not either. You know
0: what? If you had to guess what year would I separate, separate by what I mean by separate is move
3: out tuds i followed your career i was following your career i know how you were driving to tampa and you were unemployed and you parked in a parking lot every day and she thought you were still yeah. working i uh, know all this buddy it was I like 2014 out of 20, 2014 see we have to play this
0: game next God week Damn it, you are the man
3: dude i've been a fan of yours tom dan all the shit i know all your shit tuttle i love you tell everybody where they can find your shit
0: uh, Tuttle Daily Podcast, uh, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio App, and three one five livecom
2: Cool. We got uh, we got more coming from you because we're gonna be talking to you next week. Uh, a whole new topic and a different conversation entirely. And there's no telling which direction it's gonna go. And that's the fun <laughs> and, part. Um. But, I, and, and
0: I and I'm not gonna take any any up more any any more of your time. But I I do have to say this, guys. I really, really do appreciate what you guys have done for me. Um I had a lot of people that reach out to me uh to do interviews and you guys are the only ones that stuck by me. Um and I've been in the I've been in the game a really, really long time and I think you guys have so much potential and and I know this is gonna be like oh I'm <clears throat> I'm I'm sucking John and Chris's dick. I was gonna say but was that you choking was, on our dicks? Oh, it's not- like
3: Tuttle just crashes PT Cruiser Studio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm just saying though I I am very very loyal to my friends and you guys. I'm always going to be loyal to YouTube, so thank you so much for everything you've done for me. Always, uh,
3: Tuttle, and thank you for coming on and being a part of our show. You are, you know, you are the 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 other man on our show.
2: Yeah, the feeling is definitely mutual. Um, I don't really know how to react when somebody compliments me like that. <laughs> yeah, That's and I will say so this: nice. it,
3: you don't know how much it means, Tuttle, to a guy who was listening to you do your your silly shit with Tom and Dan and with Bubba and with the <laughs> monsters in 2014, telling the stories of how you were, you know, part. Working in that parking lot and being unemployed, and your wife not knowing it. Six years later, you would be doing a bit on, on you know, for us on my show. Who'd a fucking thought? It, you have, you have no idea what that means to me when I sit back and think about it. So, thank you.
0: All right, guys, I love you, and 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 I'm always here if you need anything.
2: Tuttle, thank you so much, man. We'll it's be mutual, ta- bud. We'll, we'll be, love be talking you. to you next week.
0: All right, man. Bye.
2: See ya.
3: <laughs> Whew. cool. Another crazy one with Tuttle, as they always are.
2: Oh, yes, they really, really are. (sighs) Wow, that was the
3: craziest one ever. I think it's much easier when we give him a recording because he can't. I, he can't. If he derails himself, he'll just get himself back on track or he won't.
2: We'll, we'll say one thing oh, wow. and he's like, You know what I think about that? I and know. I'm like, Oh, no. I, I know,
3: right? <laughs> wow. It's like, well, The traffic was bad getting here. Sorry, I was late. Oh, so with traffic. Do you remember about when they were doing the 95 guy, 95 construction back in 86?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. For <laughs> <laughs> <It's, laughs> real, dude? Like, oh, it, man. you give I,
3: him, I love that
2: guy. You give him one topic, you get 12 <laughs> in return. Well,
3: I will say this. As with every Tuttle segment, uh, this one more than any. We need a break after that.
2: Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: We're going to go to break. And I got a song for the break. Since we're not, since we're willy nilly and we don't have like a theme this week, I wanted to hit some good music and. We lost some good music in the 153. Don't ask about it. It's gone forever. Uh, the 153 debacle, and uh, we've had great music on that show. And I wanted to refeature it since it'll never be heard on a show ever again. It will now. We're going to go to break and listen to one of my new favorites, Cam Cole.
2: Cool. We'll be right back. Episode 157. Funny to informing. back to funny to informing episode 157 I am John that is Chris Pizza Pisenberg Coleman That is
3: me and that was Cam Cole Yeah John's a big fan of that guy I was happy to uh to show you about that guy on 153 and we'll never know now <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh John will see yeah, that was interesting uh when I learned about that guy and then watching his vids with John was really cool too check him out on YouTube uh he's a great live entertainer not just uh you know audibly with music it's fun to watch him do his thing
2: Cool Cam Cole um <laughs> But uh, so we have the digi hears left. Uh, yes, and with might-
3: uh, Tuttle's run-on conversation and my run-on dream, we're going to just, just throw our digis at you.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just going to yeah.
3: throw digis at the wall and I, see what sticks.
2: Yeah, I didn't think uh, when we were talking about, or well, tried to talk about working out with Tuttle that it would go into like <laughs> nine different directions. So but
3: trust us, guys, he is getting healthier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> just take I our friend. word for it. It really is <laughs> happening. I wanted to talk to him about that, but that's fine.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's uh, play the track for the digi hears and get into some stories. Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear?
1: Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you, hear? Did you hear? Okay. Original rap. We bring it to you live in the physical, digital download. These will be reaching critical mass. We give it our role. We love it if you give us a little back. We can't be too mad at you for clicking on that. Yo, did you hear? Horror show all up in your ear. Yo, did you hear? Did
2: you hear all up in your ear? And it smears. Well,
3: also because and of uh, Tuttle's run-on segment, we had to cut the "Did you hear" thing short. You're welcome, Sean. I know. <laughs> just kidding. We're cutting that short anyway. Just here and there, we would like to cut some of that out.
2: It's probably just for the best. Yeah, honestly. It probably, yeah, It can't. Yeah, fuck it. Save us all a little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll I'll start us off. Kick it off. Did you hear that? Um, DNA evidence led to an arrest of a uh, 25-year-old cold case. Um, that was a rape in California, uh, Riverside, California, in 1995. um, They arrested and charged Ralph Kroll, who's 49 years old now, so, this was
3: 25 years ago.
2: So yeah, he would have been 24.
3: 24, 25 years old, yeah.
2: Oh, okay. So not too old, but old enough to Oh, ad- he was rapey age. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he was right in the rape zone.
2: <laughs> you know right from wrong at that age. Oh, yeah, yeah
3: I mean, he was a, clearly an adult.
2: Yeah, uh kidnapping and the use of a deadly weapon. Um yeah, and he's a sex offender. He was arrested early um in October. Um but they only released the information recently because I guess they just had other stuff that they wanted to clear up. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I can't believe that Because these cold I cases I didn't hear
3: that So what is it, like, DNA? Is it still alive? Like, did they find some semen? That's what I'm saying With cold cases one, Were they like, like, ma'am, can you come back in? We need to check you out And they <laughs> yes, do the raid kit on her And they're like, whoop, well, found some 25-year-old semen up there
2: I know You didn't really check <laughs> the walls, of, yeah. did you? <laughs> oh, my
3: God A <laughs> his... couple of things um uh, We solved your case And two, uh, cleanse yourself
2: better <laughs> I know
3: Here's a douche Look into
2: it Yeah, we give them, like, vag floss <laughs> Just <laughs> get up in there. Uh, uh, is there a vaginal enema? Oh, there is. It's called a douche. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> uh, the guy has a 1 million dollar bond and uh That's it, wild. So they just but it was it D- you said it
3: was DNA evidence that uh th-
2: fucking yeah caught this
3: case uh, 25 years later
2: yeah they're not saying what form of dna it was right um but whether yeah That's crazy though i mean
3: the it, dna lives on that long any form of it well, a fingerprint well, spit whatever it is a, that, a, f- a hair flake of skin
2: i've always kind of heard that where it's like before they even knew that they were going to have this dna thing like or this scientific way of capturing people or, right or forensics identifying, and shit yeah, yeah to be able to identify somebody they were like collecting dna before that was even a thing because so like,
3: in the hopes that one day. hmm yeah. Okay. You're so maybe it. they didn't have that ability then, which is why now they are. And I love 25 years. What made them like stumble upon this and go, oh, let's uh, check this semen
2: again. Right. Like, mm,
3: I got this tube of semen and I got this
2: microscope. Let's find a rapist. It's the same color like, of that one from yeah. March of 95. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh,
3: well, I think we're going to end the show on the song Date Rape this uh,
2: week. Uh, just because okay. I love that song. I, oh, well, me too, actually. Okay. Uh, back fitting. to you.
3: Back to me. All right. Well, we talked about this, and I wanted to just, this is a little follow-up story. Uh, you know, our, both of our love for the, for the original and the follow-up movie Borat. Um, you remember in the new one, there's a, a whole scene with the babysitter uh, where he drops his supposed 15-year-old daughter off at the babysitter's house who's this older black lady somewhere in the south? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's now come out and there's been some... She, uh, I guess there was a little bit of controversy. Not super bad, but I guess uh, she's come out and said that uh, she just kind of felt duped by the whole thing.
1: Well, it yeah. left a bad
3: taste in her mouth. Her quote is pretty funny. It's definitely if you know this lady, she's like an older, she's like a black, a black mammy, like a older black mom, you know. Oh yeah, or a black grandmother. And uh, her quote was, uh you can't print what first went through my mind," <laughs> meaning she what she was going to say fuck or shit or something like that. Like you can't print it. But uh, yeah, she just felt duped by the whole thing. And if you if you've seen the movie, there's a whole scene at the uh, at the end of her little arc in the in the film where she's like having a heart to heart with the daughter, and she just. Uh, She said that that was all legit and real. She thought that this was a documentary about their culture. And she was trying to explain to this 15 year old girl about how much better the women's lives were in America and how, you know, we have freedoms here and all this shit. And she was really trying to like get through to the girl.
2: I mean, and the, help her. She was the sweetest person. And she in was the whole so movie. sweet, absolutely. She I was. Mean, it was the most uplifting part of it.
3: Well, so when this came out, people asked her, "Well, how much did you get paid?" And she said thirty six hundred dollars, which is would be like a standard for a low budget documentary that you've never heard of. But for the fact that it was like a a, a a studio film put out on on Amazon Prime, and it was a real big budget film. Uh, she, you know, she was like, I guess people felt like she kind of got robbed and should have gotten some more. So her pastor at her church set her up a uh, GoFundMe or a Kickstarter or whatever. A GoFundMe, is that what they call those? Where they, yeah, where you just raise money for whatever. It doesn't oh, yeah. have to be for, Kickstarter's more for a product. But yeah, GoFundMe and within a couple of days she raised $50,000. It might be more than that now. This wow. was a couple of days ago.
2: I yeah. mean, well, because for a movie like Borat, like Borat should have been the one, or Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah, or whoever's That's why people were
3: kind of like, ah, oh, he might have done her wrong a little bit. They
2: should have given her a little more because, I mean, she w- wasn't like a super, like the most important part of the movie but it was a pivotal moment no but it it, was a touching
3: and there was no cast there's like three people cast you know in the movie really so it's not like they had a big butt you know like they didn't have to pay a lot of money out to the actors yeah. So you could, I feel like you can break her off with some shit. Maybe not up front because you don't want to blow that it's not a real documentary. But after it's filmed, then maybe say, oh, this is a bigger movie than you knew what it was. Here's $10,000 or whatever.
2: Exactly. Well, because can you. Whatever's fair. Can you imagine being them and then like finding out that this movie came out after the fact where you, look, you, you look like an idiot or you she, feel like
3: a dummy. Exactly. Her, her and all the people that kind of get involved in this. But at least she came out on top as being a good person. She wasn't one exposed to be a misogynist, a anti-Semite, a racist, any of the above.
2: No. Back to you in the the studio I'm in, John Hannon. Uh, Okay, so did you hear that... We'll go to this one. Um, I was talking about going to a Halloween party myself. Um, There were 20 people at least arrested um, with a gathering of 550, give or take, obviously, um, in a Bronx warehouse for a Halloween party that was deemed illegal. Um, They didn't have a liquor authority license to serve alcohol uh, the cops saw hundreds. 100- there was so
3: many people. They needed a liquor license. Cause yeah. you think of a party, you don't think like, Oh, do you have a liquor license? So I can come to your house party and drink beers. You know, like there's so many people, they needed a license to dole it out.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, wow. it's like in this huge warehouse, not even just like a, a, a residential area or anything. It's at this like big thing. Uh, and, Cops said they saw about 150, give or take, people walk inside dressed in costumes into this huge warehouse. So they thought they would go check it out at about 1 o'clock, one thirty in the morning. Found over 500 people inside, some not wearing masks. Everybody's sweating on each other.
3: Jesus Christ.
2: Uh, yeah, 20 people, uh, up to 20 people got arrested, maybe even more. Um, and, it, I mean, that's just a dumb situation That all is around. just
3: stupid and irresponsible. And, again, it's people just, just just sitting there waiting on the gate to drop, so they can go out and do some partying or, or normalcy.
2: It's the same thing we were talking about too with how with crowded the, Orlando is. That's what got. I'm
3: saying. Well, I was gonna, you know, thanks for shooting on my joke. I was gonna say, and then right after that, they shipped all them to downtown Orlando and
2: they <laughs> continued their party <laughs> mask free. Oh, I did poop on the joke. <laughs> it's fine.
3: <laughs> yeah. you, know, you it proves that you're not wrong.
2: I, yeah, I know. It's um, it's it, I'm even when I went to this uh, my Halloween party that I went to. It was, i mean i say party but it was like f- 13 of us oh that's, that's okay like 10 to 13 well don't give me covid no if yeah. you're
3: gonna be screaming i'm gonna have to leave oh no
2: okay uh i'm gonna send it over to you uh <laughs> yeah, back to me yep. in this
3: studio okay passengers booted from american airlines flight after a woman allegedly hides under the other's first class seat
2: like, so, whoa.
3: This, is a, yeah, this is a classic
2: How do you even get on the plane without okay. a ticket
3: Two American Airlines passengers were booted From a flight after one allegedly tried Sneaking into first class where she tried To hide under the other seat for the duration Of the trip so I think they had regular Tickets but they tried or one Had regular and one might have had first class But so she yeah She hid under her friend Yeah it's, it's I don't know I would
2: rather just sit In the normal seat that's not comfortable right Yeah <laughs>
3: So yeah, so let me read a little more Uh, the story, which was originally shared uh, by a fellow passenger uh, scheduled to depart Dallas to Miami On Saturday, October 30th The flight was already Or Friday, October 30th The flight was already delayed Due to an incident with a catering truck uh, da, da. Okay, so I think that has something to do with it The witness claims When a woman from Coach Came into the first class section To speak with a friend So, okay So her friend She was in the back Yeah, why wouldn't you just sit in your seat And just take your shitty peanuts As opposed to being cramped under a fucking seat And get nothing Because you can't even be there Like a dog What an idiot, right? Like wit- a dog uh, The witness alleges that the woman from Coach then attempted to crouch down and hide in the footwell of her friend's seat. How fucking small are you? It's hard for me to cram my book bag under there when I fly.
2: I know, I feel like you see her feet sticking (sighs) out. (laughs) You know
3: who I feel like she is? I feel like she's the uh, little Asian dude from Ocean's Eleven that folds up and gets into everything. (laughs) And you just send him through elevator shafts and he breaks into your house. Super
2: flexible. Yep,
3: yep, the grease man, they call him. Uh, So, so, yeah, uh, directly under the television display. Apparently the plan was for this woman's friend to remain there the entire flight, as it's something they thought would drive viewers to their YouTube channel.
2: Oh, for the content. And their
3: YouTube channel is, I won't fucking tell you, because fuck that. Let's not sell out to that.
2: That's a stupid... Idiot. That's that's stupid clout.
3: So here's how they got caught. Flight attendants soon noticed an empty seating coach. So they didn't even catch the real person. They just noticed that that person wasn't in their seat.
2: Oh, buddy. I, then they just start checking under chairs and shit. Or I'm telling you, her foot, oh, and her others foot was her, sticking out. Yeah, her, like
3: well, they know. They noticed her not in her seat, and others in the section said, "Oh yeah, she's been gone forever. She walked into first class." And that's when they started going through first class looking for her. And, yeah, she probably had a foot sticking out or, oh, my God.
2: Hear this bitch exhaling? I do. Uh, I do want to uh, see this video. Uh,
3: I'm not going to tell you guys where to find it, but I'm going to look for it. Back to you in our studio, John Hannon. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. The, the way you get her is you, Red Robin. And then she says, yum. And got her. She's under that chair. <laughs>
3: Welcome to Mo's <laughs> bitch. I found you. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> uh, okay. Did you hear um, that a man... Uh, from South Korea confessed to being one of the most notorious serial, uh, serial killers sea um, sea <laughs> Ooh, is's a cuiewoosey killer <laughs> the, he murdered or he admitted in court uh, that he had murdered 14 women and girls uh, three decades ago so uh, around the 90s or you know uh, mid to late 90s give or take um, I'm gonna just go with his first name here Lee. Uh, Lee, Harvey Oswald Lee said um, I didn't think the crimes Would be buried forever uh, He's surprised He wasn't caught sooner He says Wow um, A lot
3: of these people You know That's what they say When they go on For a long time like that They're like Even Gacy I feel like Was like I, You know I can't believe I got did as many as I did
2: I, uh, Right Like how does it go on So this he's long? got
3: the biggest Body count of anybody In the world
2: uh, No no Just um, South, Kore- South Korea South Korea He's the most notorious Serial killer there Man. And they They hadn't caught him They were like Who or Okay, so this is actually What's an interesting- What's
3: the Asian equivalent of the name Dexter? Look th- that up.
2: This is, a, a, and like, um, you'll like this part. Uh, he admitted this in court um, in front of this guy named Yoon. So Yoon is guys. the only person that was accused of any of the murders, and he served 20 years in jail for, for some of these murders that this guy just now confessed to.
3: And then wow. So they had to let him out, obviously. Yeah. Because this guy then admitted to the crimes they had him locked up on.
2: Yep. Yeah, between nineteen eighty six and nineteen ninety one.
3: Man, what if that guy got got out after twenty years and they were like, Oh, caught you on a rape from twenty five years back in Riverside, California?
2: See you <laughs> yeah. later, bud. Yeah. Like, God damn. And he's like, Well, while I'm here, I might as well admit to everything. Yeah, else. Right,
3: let me tell it all.
2: <laughs> Damn That's how it all ties in folks That's a
3: crazy story man
2: It really is right And then to have somebody like Yoon I feel terrible for him Hey I mean, don't, you, saying-
3: don't you blame me Oh Yoon you're not talking to me personally You didn't say you Yoon's guys
2: Yoon's guys Yoon's motherfucker uh, I know 20, To spend 20 years for something you didn't do to, to proclaim your innocence for that whole time And now only People right. are like sorry are yeah, yeah. bad uh, We were right. wrong mm, You're
3: free the, yeah, how do you make that up to someone? Fuck. I mean, it happens here in America a lot too, man. People are wrongfully convicted and spend decades in jail. It's man. hard.
2: It's hard to put a value on time that you're taking away from somebody. I've
3: heard in the past that people have been released here in America and then given money, but it's like hey, that's cool. I'll, I'll take all the money you give me, but like you're not giving me my years of my life back.
2: Yeah, a shopping or my butthole's virginity. A shopping spree is not yeah is <laughs> not worth my innocence. Yeah, <laughs>
3: nope, nope, nope. You can't buy butthole virginity.
2: I can buy all the flowers when I go out shopping with my money but I can't return my D flower.
3: Oh, I like where you took that. Mm. Back to me? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah back to <laughs> back you. Back to me in the studio. Did you hear? Lady Gaga is in some hot water. Did you hear it? No. Okay. Well, it's involving the election and as we again as we sit and record here uh it is the day before the election so this is kind of news right now. Who knows what what's to come after? But uh yeah, there's been a couple of things she uh, she was she made a it all started with she made a uh, a video, a pro Biden video and posted it on Twitter. Um, yeah, but I guess middle Americans got upset because Lady Gaga is being criticized for sharing a pro Biden video in which she posed near a pickup truck wearing camouflage while chugging a beer in an apparent effort to pander to working class Americans. She shared her bizarre video on Twitter Saturday days before she was scheduled to appear at the uh at with him at a Pennsylvania rally as we sit and record today, oh okay, so um. Yeah, I guess in the Hey, this is Lady Gaga. I'm voting for America Which means I'm voting for Joe Biden After cracking the beer open, and if you live in Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan Florida, or Arizona, I encourage You to vote, and if you have a friend who lives There, tell them to vote, but in those other states Go fuck yourself.
2: And like, if you vote for Trump You ain't black. Yeah, right,
3: but uh, <laughs> So, yeah, people got upset I guess because of the, you know, the Camo and the beer chugging, but you know what It's not like Lady Gaga has Not been known for wearing crazy get-ups all the time you know what i mean like if she wore her crazy meat suit and did it and you know would be be upset oh you're calling us meat eaters like I, people just want to be up in arms about yeah, shit
2: i think this is actually a tame version of lady gaga well
3: it spun up actually more shit for her from the actual trump campaign the uh the director of communications for donald trump's 2020 re-election campaign his name is tim murtaugh he has uh, he went after her and said that uh what was his quote it wasn't, I say, it's funny when you say quote now because a quote is a tweet. <laughs> His yeah. on his official Twitter, he posts uh,
2: what was his character. His his
3: yeah his characters his two hundred and forty characters where nothing exposes Biden's disdain for the forgotten working men and women of Pennsylvania like com- campaigning with an- anti fracking activist Lady Gaga. Now the deal there is fracking. You know where fracking is, right? Yeah. Okay. In, in Pennsylvania, that's a very a very big thing. They are very
2: um, Pittsburgh is 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 a hot spot for it. She's a,
3: well, he's claiming that she's against it because Biden is against. it it biden's campaign is against it so he's coming out and saying how dare you shit on pennsylvania because they're very big on it there and you call out in this video, and now you're anti fracking because you're with Biden. She apparently responded, What's fracking? <laughs> like, I can't be against it. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> so he made an ass of himself, but then she responded by making an ass of herself and looking unintelligent. Frack
2: is whack, yeah. Yeah,
3: fracking is whack. So, but anyway, uh, I just wanted to kind of bring that up because I thought it was funny that she, you know, she made a stupid, st- silly video, you know, campaigning for one side or the other. And then the, you know, the middle America and the other side shit on her.
2: Well, sometimes people. I mean, and you can vote for whoever you want to vote for, but sometimes people cast their votes without even really having a lot of information to back it up. They just do uh, it. Absolutely. You know, and Lady Gaga, it sounds like she made this promo video without really having a lot of information or like not any
3: knowing what yeah her candidate stances on all the all the items yeah. right and then yeah.
2: and then you bring up something that yeah. like so what's that
3: you're anti abortion what's smus never heard of I've it i've never heard of the smus <laughs> can you explain <laughs> what did you just, so what's a supreme court what
2: yeah I like, oh come on uh okay so i have one more um do you Ooh, have any I
3: was I was done, but I just got a breaking news item. So we'll let you do yours. I'll read up and then I'll give you my breaking news okay, item to end it.
2: Perfect. Uh, did you hear the There's two major mall owners that have filed for bankruptcy. Um, I'm seeing the two owners combined for 130 uh, or so malls around the U.S. Okay, um, so you
3: say mall owners? I think like. You know, like Joe and Bob, they own them mall, and they're going down. Uh, like they're they're in their office going, "I declare
2: bankruptcy," <laughs> like Michael Scott. It's a yeah. It's but like, they own a lot. It's companies, okay. so it's a CBL Properties. Okay. Which CBL is um, Charles B. Lebowitz?
3: Uh, Lebowitz probably Lebowitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's what CBL stands for. It's the okay. acronym for him. Is the other
3: uh, one Simon? Do you know uh, no, Simon's a big company?
2: It's a Priet. Okay, so I don't, I don't know these. It's Pennsylvania real estate uh, intake something. Okay,
3: that, that's a yeah, all right. Shit. So it's Pennsylvania based.
2: Yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania. Well, they're
3: probably shutting down because uh, they got fracked all up.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're they're claiming the, these two companies that just recently filed for Chapter Eleven. They're saying that um, they're they're kind of in that position because some of their larger tenants, uh, JC Penney's, Tailored Brands, Ascenda Retail Group. Uh, and, and et cetera um, a few of those filed for bankruptcy uh, earlier in the year
3: gotcha because of yeah shopping being through the as if it wasn't already bad enough retail wise right everybody's doing it online now it's already bad enough i it's really comes into no surprise to me i did see this headline and i again i thought it was like two malls i didn't know is how many 230 malls
2: Uh, 130. Holy
3: shit, that's a lot of malls, though. I mean, how many fucking malls are there in America?
2: Jesus. Dude, there's been more and more popping up abandoned. You know, they need to. uh, uh,
3: Sorry, rest in peace. They need to close the Oviedo Mall. I feel like that's a
2: shithole. There's a few malls. Fashion
3: Square, like, that's still a mall? Get the fuck out of here.
2: I know. And every single time you go by some of these places. All that's in the parking lot are, like, seven employees from, like, four of the stores.
3: The most ironic thing about the Magic Mall is if you actually do Magic there, people get freaked the fuck out. (laughs) They are not fans of Magic at the Magic Mall.
2: They're just amazed that somebody is there.
3: David Blaine shot his first special there.
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's... it's it's definitely a step in the wrong direction. It looks like it might have that trickle effect where, you know, stores like JCPenney's are clo- are filing for bankruptcy. So now these mall owners are starting to file yeah, for bankruptcy.
3: Yeah, So well, they're anchored by these big, you know, your Dillard's, your JCPenney, You know, think about, like, the stores at the end of the mall, you know, that are huge and have multiple levels, not just your tiny little zoomies and your lids and these little fuckers. So when these start going down, yeah, the mall, you know what I mean? The, the mall's gonna fucking hurt. That's yeah. a big portion of their, their rent. Um,
2: so hopefully, I mean, that can turn itself around a little bit but um, it's it's not looking great right now for uh, for shoppers that still like to do their on-site searching for things i mean if you're not at all because i'm not a big online shopper i don't trust my card out there See, yeah you're weird about your card
3: i'm more just like uh fuck i don't want to order these pants online and then they don't fit and then i gotta i can't just drive them to take them back which is already a pain in the ass enough but i certainly don't want to package it and mail it back in
2: yeah i'd rather try it there (laughs) yeah and be there when i get it but that's that's just how i am i like to to go for go to the places for my john's like i
3: don't like my card out there I'm old school. You and my grandma. Well, she's dead, but, you know, before that.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm an old soul. You're an old soul. I like to do things a little easier. Uh, Okay, so do you have one more? You said breaking news?
3: Ironically, man, yes. Fucking right there as as I was uh, reporting on that last story, I got breaking news on it. Did you hear? Breaking news. Trump campaign director of communications, Tim Murtaugh, reportedly resigning. After his battle recently with Lady Gaga, he felt his time with the Trump campaign was just a bad romance. Many saw it coming a mile away as he apparently Doesn't have much of a poker face In a short resignation letter Murtaugh states to the media I'm too old for this shit No comment yet from his partner Riggs <laughs> Okay,
2: Alright that's uh, Wrapping it up Nailed it Episode 157 <laughs> uh, Funny to informing I'm John That is Chris Pizza Pizerberg Coleman And we hope that you guys enjoy listening As much as we enjoy chatting and shooting this shit You can laugh with us or at us it does not matter And call it Tip your
3: cold case crackers
1: An hour ago, sitting in the corner by herself in a bar in downtown Hell, she heard a noise and she looked through the door. Inside a man she never seen before, light skin, light blue eyes, a double chin and a plastic smile. Well, her heart raced as he walked in the door and took an MTC next to her at the bar. My brand new car was parked right outside. I had you like to go for the ride? And she said, "Wait a Some players will I'd never get laid. the behind